You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SOB Style of Business. And today we're going to get right to it. A special guest, as always, you guys know, I try to mix it up and have different people from different backgrounds, different industries in to kind of tell us about what they're working on, different projects, and give us insight on their entrepreneurial journey. So today I'm speaking with Miss Megan Copeland, who is the CEO and founder of Maze Consulting, and she's going to be talking to us about uh, HR, human resources, and all that stuff And when it comes to the management of humans. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> probably not the best joke, but anyway, uh, Megan, let me, I'd like for you to just give us a brief introduction, and then we'll keep rolling from there. So how's everything going, Megan? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. So like he just said, my name is Megan Copeland, and I am the founder and CEO of Maze Consulting. And Maze Consulting is a human resources management company based in Houston, Texas. And a little bit about me, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. You probably hear the accent. Um, So I'm from Louisiana, New Orleans. I'm a big fan of the Saints football. I love crawfish. Okay, well, you know what, I, Megan, I, I hate to I hate to mess you up on your introduction, but it's something about when people go into football, I just get into this little mode because I'm a Cowboys fan, and it's, okay. it's and so when you said the Saints, it kind of kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm, I, you know, you're in, you're in Texas now, so we're gonna have to okay. kind of readjust and maybe consider. I'm not saying you have to totally kick the Saints to the curb, but when you said something about the New Orleans Saints, and I know how I feel about the Cowboys. That kind of, my face kind of got a bit sour. You didn't see it, but it, it got a bit sour, just for the record. So anyway, so so anyway, we'll we'll talk about that off the record, I guess. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, I'll let you go back to your introduction. I'm sorry, I just had to do that because when you said that, I it struck me, it struck me really bad. So I had to get it out. My apologies, cowboys. <laughs> there we go. Okay, now you can continue, please. Yes, like I said, so I love seafood, I love crawfish, beignets, I am a southern girl, a New Orleans girl, I've been living in Houston for for about five years, I moved in 2013, so I've been working in the HR field since about 2005, so about 12 years or so, I love it, it's my passion, I live, eat, breathe HR, I'm all about people and helping others achieve their goals, and so back in 2016, 2015, I decided to open up my company and I was just doing it as a hobby on the side in addition to my full-time position. And so someone approached me and said, hey, you should take this full-time. And I didn't listen at first. So I had, you know, a couple of people prophesize over my life and say, hey, you know, you need to, you're an entrepreneur at heart. So about two years ago, I developed Maze Consulting, got my business license and been working on my business ever since and just looking to grow it. And so that's a little bit about me. Wonderful. Yeah, that is perfect. Yeah, and I, I am so glad that we were able to connect because just like I was mentioning to you before we started the interview here, it's like, you know, a, a lot of when it comes to human resources and just, you know, the whole management part of it in general, a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions. And I guess we'll get further into that as we go along. But uh, tell us more about Maze Consulting. Tell us about, I know you said you got started two years ago, but give us just a little bit more insight on what you're doing. Okay, so first I'll give you 
you guys the definition of human resources because I think a lot of people get human resources mixed up with staffing. So basically, human resources, and this is the definition of human resources, is the organizational function that deals with people and issues related to compensation, hiring, performance management, training, employer retention, employer relations, etc. So I think, like I said, a lot of people get HR, which staffing is a part of HR, but when I, when you guys think of HR, it's more old school policy procedures, employee handbooks, etc. So, you know, when I get approached a lot, people say, oh, you work in a staffing industry. No, I do work in a staffing industry, but it's a little bit different. So, Maze Consulting is, like I said, it's a woman-owned business, minority woman-owned business based in Houston, Texas. And so what we do is we provide various human resources um, services for startups to medium-sized businesses. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at getting into more, working with more larger businesses, but um, I'm working on some of my certifications. So once I have those certifications handy, then I'll start, you know, working with those larger corporations. Mm -hmm. So basically, we respond to human resources needs within organizations. So we're basically... The people that come in and help organization become compliant. A lot of companies don't realize that they need an HR consulting firm or, or, or staff, and so we help these businesses achieve their goals. And that can look at that can be anything. That we help these these businesses, like I said, increase profit, reduce risk, become legally compliant, remove burdens from leadership. You know, sometimes you have leaders that don't have time to do anything. So we help with hiring, training, terminations, conflict resolutions, performance management, succession planning etc and so that's wow. what we do at maze and yeah so we offer about 20 or so services here at the company yeah, <laughs> including staffing but we're mainly focused on helping companies achieve their bottom line and their goals right 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 yeah exactly and i know you just mentioned that some people that well really a lot of people really don't understand the full scope of what hr mm -hmm. is but as far as your core services like do you have like any specific core services that you think are like that really drives your business when it comes to human resources? Yeah, so a lot of my core services, I get approached a lot by organizations, especially nonprofits and startups. They need help with employee handbooks, policies and procedure handbooks, audits, compliance. They need a lot of training and development. I do have one client currently. They need um, someone to build modules and courses for their employees as well. So I get that a lot. And just more like leadership development and training. I'm adding another service to my um, my company. It's executive leadership development and training and coaching. So that's another service that I'm going to add to my business personally, and I'll do that myself. Like I said, that's some of the core services we offer. And then, like I said, we also offer, you know, talent management. So we do a lot of talent management as well as staffing and just making sure that our clients stay in compliance. So we help them, you know, with, like I said, developing staff skills and just coming in with a fresh set of eyes and just kind of helping them achieve their goals. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of fresh set of eyes and having those goals, especially like for smaller businesses and companies that maybe they've just gotten started or maybe they've been in one or two years to where they really don't have any more than maybe about five to 10 employees. How can your yes. services benefit like smaller companies and businesses that are looking for a more structured employee environment? So if they're looking for more of a structured employee environment, like I said, we help them with a number of factors. So we look at the first thing we do is um, when I'm working with a client, I always, you know, I'm really hands on with my clients. So I spend a day with my clients and I want to make I want to see what, what's going on within our business. Right. So I have a, a client that's a trucking company. And so 
I actually went on a road with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really, really hands on. So I want to make sure that when I'm working with my client, I want to be strategic and I want to know everything there is about my client and what I'm doing as an HR consultant because I want to be effective. I want to be able to help them in multiple ways. And so a lot of time it's really just about hand, enhancing staff performance, training, retaining employees. A lot of startups just have, they're new. A lot of people just say, oh, they wake up one day and say, hey, I want to start a business. And they know nothing about business. So I, I come in and I say, okay, these are the HR tools that you need to stay compliant in your business. These are the goals and the tools that you need to help you reach your goals and so that's what I help them do as a company and then you know sometimes they may say okay well I wanted this to work out after two weeks they give up yeah yeah (laughs) so you have to come in and coach and kind of mentor and say okay don't give up I mean it's not gonna you're not gonna get a turnaround in two weeks you know it's gonna (laughs) take some time so come on give it a shot give it an opportunity so you become a coach as well yeah yeah it's probably a lot of different components to that I can imagine. And what are some of the common misconceptions? Like, um, I know that, you know, you gave us a great definition of what human resources is. But what are some of the common misconceptions that people have about HR departments? Because a lot of times, you know, when you get hired, you know, I remember when I first kind of got into the workforce after college, you get that first big job. And then they Uh send you down to work human resources. You sign all these paperwork and the W-9s or whatever it is. And they give you this big, thick employee manual. And they want you to go online Uh and register and do all this stuff. But like. Tell us what are some of like the most common misconceptions. I would say just in general, the most common misconceptions within HR in general is um, one, HR people are ineffective and they don't yeah. get the job done. So they're the HR police. So yeah, exactly. HR, yeah, when people see HR coming, they think it's a problem. Right. And then that's what working in corporations as well as my clients. And so another misconception is that people think that HR is a yes person for management, that their um, best interest is basically with the company and it's not and that's a misconception and then another thing is that anyone can work in HR I see a lot of people I'm connected with a lot of people on LinkedIn and various um, social media groups and I think people think that just because I have an HR degree that I can work in HR but HR is really strenuous and there's a lot of components to HR in general and so I feel like if you want to get into HR and follow the HR you really have to wear multiple hats and learn so many different functions with HR so I think that's a big misconception about it I think that people think oh you know and also to staffing HR is just staffing oh I have a recruiter or I don't need a policy procedure handbook, whatever. So they think that HR is specifically is recruiting and staffing and it's not. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you definitely kind of cleared up a lot of that because it's easy to that one size fits all approach, especially when you're used to dealing with the larger companies that give Uh you the manual. And like you said, when there's an issue, you see suit and tie coming in from HR and you know that something is going down. Somebody's getting cut. So, yeah, so you definitely cleared that up for us and we appreciate it. So one of the questions that I had for you, though, was in terms of your own personal career, because I know I kind of got a background on your background story because, you know, you were yes. struggling when you moved in to well, from Louisiana. And there were some changes, some lifetime changes that you went through to really kind of sit down and regroup and launch a business. Like after all of that, like what prompted you to move forward with launching the business? Okay, so I'll tell you guys a story. I know you heard the story before, but when I moved to Houston back in 2013, I moved here for a job. And so I had really no money saved. I think I moved here with $500 to my name. And so I moved here and I was supposed to start 
Um, I got here on like a, a Friday or a Saturday. I don't remember, but I was supposed to start work on that Monday. But they called me and said, hey, you know, due to financial issues within a company, we're going to have to rescind your offer. And so I was devastated. You know, I had yeah. found an apartment I was going to live in and everything. And so without an offer letter, without a salary coming in, I couldn't move into an apartment. And so basically I found myself homeless. I didn't know anyone living in Houston. And yeah. I found myself living in my car for several months. And that was during the summer. I moved here probably around maybe March, April. So I lived in my car for about six or seven months. And so not knowing the area, not knowing Houston, trying to get my name out. I had just finished my master's degree. And so basically... I landed a job and I worked for a little bit and I was laid off again. And so around that time, I had started doing human resources consulting. And then someone said, hey, you should take this full time. And so I didn't give it a second thought. And then I got laid off again. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And so I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I, I can't allow my destiny to be determined by someone else, right? So right. I decided to, you know, pray and seek advice, godly advice from some people. And then I launched Maze Consulting in 2016. And so it's, it's been a struggle. You know, being an entrepreneur is a struggle. Going from a, a salary of 100K, six-figure salary to basically yeah. eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> it's kind of hard and, and there's a struggle watching yeah. your money. But you know what? This is something that I purpose to do. And this is something I prayed about and I'm going to make it work. So my best advice to people is to never give up, never give up. And I'm not in life in general. And so that that's really my story. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. Yeah, and I know you, you mentioned how difficult it can be for an entrepreneur. And I think all of us have been there to where some days you just want to kind of throw your throw your hat in the ring and the other days you want to take it out and throw it in the fire, <laughs> you know, so I totally understand. And so like, but when you were in the trenches of developing the business, trying to get your working model together, what sort of resources did you turn to? Like what helped you to, to learn and grow the business? So what helped me learn to grow to learn and grow the business is I'm really about learning, right? So after I got settled, I went back to school. So in 2014, I went back to school to obtain my doctorate degree and I'll be graduating this year with a degree, a PhD in organizational leadership and development. But I'm really just about just learning and developing myself. So I will watch courses. I join different organizations. I watch YouTube videos. I went to networking groups just to get my name out, just to learn from others. I got a mentor. I got a coach. I couldn't afford to pay them, but hey, they were willing to work with me. But just surrounding myself with positive people, positive people, and I would say that again, positive people who wanted me to succeed, who basically wanted me to strive and do my best. And so I continue to learn. I'm still a member of like different associations, organizations. I still network. I still learn from others. I collaborate with a lot of different people because they always say if you're the smartest person in a room you're in a wrong room and so I never want to be that person (laughs) so I want to surround myself with people who are yes intelligent and smart who who are going somewhere so that's what I'm doing now yeah, that's that's perfect. And I know your your day probably from start to finish is quite busy. So tell us what's your take on yes. productivity? Like how do you measure if you've had a productive day? So my measurement on well my take on productivity, excuse me, is really about I would say priorities. Okay. Setting okay. priorities, you know, how I eliminate distractions, how I'm accountable for the day. 
using my time wisely and effectively and forgiving myself. So forgiving myself for the mistakes that I make because I'm not perfect. And if I set a goal and if it's not accomplished, I don't beat myself up and say, hey, Megan, you didn't accomplish this goal. I continue to work on it. I put it on my task the next day and I continue to work on it until I'm done. And so my measurement of how I, um, I've had a productive day is how many calls I made, how many emails, you know, how many courses I'm writing. So one thing I'm yeah. doing right now, and I'm, I'm developing courses for just, you know, HR in general. Those courses can look like anything from like, you know, HR tech investments to talent strategies. I'm building a course on reinventing myself and intentional and exclusive leadership in HR and building world-class cultures. So th- those are the things that I'm doing now as a company and then so you know i'm just basically just working and working and working and working and networking and not taking no for an answer there you go yeah that's news you can use i definitely i like yes. i love that and uh yes. speaking of the courses that you're working on are you planning any workshops or seminars for the year yes so i got an opportunity just the other day to teach internationally so i'll be doing some webinars probably around started in april and so I have a couple of networking events that I'm organizing with a friend who's a marketing uh, representative. So I have some things going on. And then I have some speaking events that I'll be attending this year as well. So I'm still working and I'm trying to build my brand. And I have some other things I want to do outside of consulting. So I'm working on those tasks and those goals daily. Perfect. Yeah, you have to keep us posted on your upcoming engagement so we can make sure to get that news out to the listeners. All right, Megan, tell us what are the last three books that you have read? We're trying to dig for gold and, and get whatever resources we can. So so give us the good. Okay, so I'm a Christian and everything I do, I seek God. And so the last three books, and I'm currently reading them now, one is Fasting for Breakthrough and Deliverance. Okay. And that's by John Eckert. Thinking Grow Rich is by Napoleon Hill and Power of a Praying Woman. She has a series of books. Her name is Stormy Ormerton. I think that's her last name. (laughs) Ormerton. So basically, those are the three books that I'm reading right now. Currently, I mean, I have some other books that I'm reading, but these are the ones that I'm really focused on. And I'm going to be doing a fast, starting a fast tomorrow for as long as God tells me to fast for. Oh, nice. And so... Yeah, these are the books that I'm, I'm going to be going to in addition to, you know, reading scripture, my Bible, etc. That is perfect. That's excellent. And I know you have given us a piece of advice earlier just in, in terms of not to give up. But on the entrepreneurial front, when you think about like some of the trials and tribulations and, you know, aside from just not giving up, what's the best piece of advice that anyone has given you that has helped you along your entrepreneurial journey? I would say the best pieces of, of advice that someone has given me and I can give to someone else is it's okay to cry. I mean, I probably cry twice a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, twice a week. like be intentional, put in hard work, eliminate distractions. And when I mean distractions, that can be friends, that can be family members, yeah. that can be, you know, outside activities. You really, really have to focus. You know, I have made my business my boyfriend. Yeah. In addition to in addition to God, I made my business my boyfriend, my husband, 
etc. because I really want to succeed. And so I have had a lot of distractions and I had to eliminate those distractions. And these were people that have been in my life for 20 years. I had to let go of some friends who didn't understand my vision and my goals and were against me. And so I had to let them go in order to be better, in order to achieve what I wanted to achieve. I had to let people go. And unfortunately, it's sad, but sometimes you have to do that. And another thing too, my auntie would always say, saw wood and say nothing. I guess that's a like old school saying yeah, from like 1960. So <laughs> basically, I would say, don't tell everybody your goals. Don't tell everybody your visions because not everyone is going to praise you. I always say people halfway support you just in case you make it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they halfway support you just in case you make it. And so I also had a friend say, what is it that you do again? When I started my business, this happened a couple of months ago. What is it that you do again? I'm like, "Um, I work in HR. I've been working in HR. This is something I've been working in since 2015. But she she didn't see my vision. Yeah, so I I had to let her go. Yeah, it's hard when you, you know, to kind of keep grounded and stay focused and you constantly having to explain and tell people what you're doing and they don't get it. And I'm with you on that. That's like an extra, something extra that you don't need. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's something that you don't need. And don't stress out. I would say walk in faith. Always, always, always walk in faith. Sometimes things may seem hard. Sometimes it may seem like you're not getting your blessings and God is against you. And it may seem like others are doing better. Don't ever compare yourself to the other person because you don't also know their struggles. You know, what looks good on the outside may be broken and torn in the inside. So don't compare yourself to anyone else. Exactly. Nope. That's, I tell you what, I think we can leave it there in regards to the questions. But before you go, (laughs) I do need you to leave us just anything else that you have, any last thoughts, words of encouragement. I know we kind of covered a lot of that, but I just, to be honest, I just try to get whatever I can get and take take advantage of whatever nuggets we can get for the listeners. So anything that you want to leave as far as your last note, and then also include more information on where we can find uh, Maze Consultant online. If you have like your website and social media handles as well Uh that'll be good okay so the last thing i would tell listeners is to just basically know what you want in life and go for it i'm learning also too as an entrepreneur it's important to put yourself out there put yourself out there network 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 but make sure your networking events are essential to your business just because there's a networking event in houston doesn't mean that you need to attend it make sure that they're effective and they're productive and i'm Uh learning that as well because not every, you know, networking event that I attend, I'm not going to get a client from. So yeah. it's just an opportunity to connect and always connect with people. So that's the thing I would say. And, you know, where, where listeners and can find me and potential clients, my website is www.mazeconsulting.com. And Maze is M-A-I-Z-E Consulting, C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G. And my phone number is 832-953-4708. Again, it's 832-953-4708. Perfect. Sounds good. Do you have any social media handles, any Twitter, Facebook, anything you want to share with us? Yeah. So I'm in the process of transitioning. I have a, um, I hired a marketing company to really transition my website so I'm mm-hmm. in the process of working on another Facebook page, but it's Maze Consulting. My Twitter is Maze Consulting. Okay. Good. <laughs> and my Instagram is Maze Consulting. So all you uniform. Can find him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Sounds good, Megan. Well, again, thanks so much for joining and really just taking the time to give us 
your insight and the information that we've heard here today. We appreciate it and we look forward to having you back here soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.